Hi, I'm Nick Breton. And I'm Mick Park. And you're listening to Synth Stories on Ask Audio. Welcome to Synth Stories. I'm Ronick Sethi. Every episode, we feature an artist or producer who shares their personal story with a specific hardware synthesizer and then demonstrates how they created a sound from one of their tracks using that synth. Synth Stories is brought to you by Ask.audio the largest educational resource on the internet for audio and music production. Visit us daily to read new articles and watch our video courses in the Ask Audio Academy, covering topics from synthesis to songwriting, mixing, mastering in software like Logic, Ableton, Cubase, Pro Tools, and featuring hardware synths too. Mick Park and Nick Britton are Tilt, who have been a huge part of the Clubland dance scene for over 20 years. They have DJed and performed in all of the world's top clubs and venues, from Ibiza to South America, North America to Australia. The guys have DJed and performed on huge tours, supporting Paul Oakenfold, Simply Red, and MTV. In this episode of Synth Stories, Mick and Nick have chosen to feature the Volk Keys, a small yet affordable analog synth from Korg, which they use on their recent remix, Control State, on the Tactile Hots label. Be sure to check out the label and the remix, released on the 12th of June, 2017. I started working off in uh, working in recording studios at quite a young age, which was the first time I came uh, into contact with Mick, who was at the time DJing under the pseudonym Parks and Wilson. Uh, the Tilt was started, three guys involved in Tilt, myself, John Graham and Mick Wilson, back in 1993. We were all uh, we were DJs at the time, but we ultimately we wanted to make our our own records, our own music. So we started working in John Graham's studio, and we ended up coming up to Stoke on Trent. That's where we met Nick, who, who became pretty much the fourth member of Tilt. He was our sound engineer. He was the sound of Tilt. So since then, Nick and myself have been working together up to the present day. Uh, working on uh, various projects, um, quite a lot of remixes, uh, too many to mention. Tilt back in the day, one of the you know, biggest acts in sort of the, that at that time, progressive house movement. I think we've tried to move with the times a bit and change our sound slightly, but still we're very recognisable to have that sort of epic Tilt sound, I think. As Mick says, we've put out numerous releases, uh, but more recently we've been doing a lot of remixes. I, I actually looked on our, my PRS registration the other day. It's 152 releases. Wow. Which is a lot. There's a lot of music. I wish they were all hits, though. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we've been working together a long time, and we're quite restless as producers. We don't like to sit in the same sort of groove musically. We like to explore different avenues creatively, Working, uh, you know, we, we're very fond of working with a variety of singers. We've worked with some fantastic singers over the years. Uh, I mainly write the, the lyrics and write all the songs, and uh, Nick pretty much writes all the music. And between us, we sort of come up with a really good sort of formula that um, sort of translates very well uh, in Clubland. We've had some really good, successful hits. I think we've had something like six hits to date in the UK charts. But more recently, we've been concentrating on remixes. Within the last sort of six months. Within the last sort of six months, that's right. Uh, Off the back of an album, basically. A couple of years ago, we did an album called Resonator, where we were able to sort of express ourselves quite a lot more, put 
you know, a lot of the stuff we wanted to get down onto uh, onto tape or onto vinyl or onto And we did quite a f- we did quite a few collaborations on that uh, album, um, which was great from with some once again some great singers uh, and some really cool producers. Um, and we've got we had a real sort of variety of music ideas, musical ideas on that album. And we're very proud of it, and did very well. It went to number two in the Beatport charts, and did really yeah, well for the with it. Uh, did really well for the label. So it it was a it was a good success for us. Um, but moving on from there, we've been doing a few different projects. One with uh, Ruby Turner, who's that they call the the uh, the Queen of Gospel, um, and she think that's that's been a fantastic uh, project. And we've just completed that. That's going to be released on Perfecto. And now we we basically took on three or four remixes back to back, which yeah. kind of leads us on to what we're talking about today, uh, the Control State remix. The idea around that was particularly using this uh, the keyboard that we're going to talk about today. We wanted to try and do something which was we hadn't really worked on before, uh, keeping a real strip, stripped back, uh, cool groove. Uh, yeah, we're kind of known for using a lot of layers and a lot of different uh, overlapping musical elements and stuff and we wanted to maybe just hold things back a bit and do something a bit more, um, not necessarily darker, but like Nick says, stripped back. A little so. bit more hypnotic, I mean, you, yeah. that, that kind of groove. Yeah. Um, so we basically we decided to use the Volker Keys, which, was a, which has been a fantastic little uh, synth for us. Um, Nick probably tell you a little bit more about that than me. I mean, the first time I heard about the Volker Keys was pretty much when they got released. Um, I tend to keep up with uh, press, you know, ask audio, etc., etc., um, checking what uh, instruments are available. Um, so I think it was slightly before the Volkers, the, the Monotrons came out, and it was around that sort of time. And I thought it was brilliant that Korg had sort of brought these little boxes that were, to all intents and purposes, dirt cheap, um, you know, really affordable. Um, and I bought two of the um, two of the little monotrons. That, in fact, I think I've got all three: the duo, the the normal one, and the delay. Um, and the filters in there were just really, really nice and raw. Um, I know they work off the old Korg MS20 filter, but at the time I hadn't uh, thought about purchasing the Volker keys because um, I, don't know, I don't know. We've got quite a few um, monophonic um, analog synths in the studio. And actually somebody um, offered me one for quite a good price and I thought, well, do you know what, it's not a large sum of money, Um, you know, I'll take the plunge and just get one so we can just have a look at it, have a play around, um, see how it sounds. And what I find really interesting with it, I might be wrong on my technical facts here, but I'm pretty sure that it's not the MS-20 filter in it, it's a a filter out of the um, Korg 700S. So it's, I think it's got a slightly different sound to the monotrons, etc. Um, but the great thing about it is it's a small little portable um, sort of box. You know, you can run it off batteries, although <laughs> we did find we, we, we went through a, uh, a couple of sets of batteries. A considerable amount of batteries yeah, yeah, when we did that. Because um, yeah. I couldn't find a power supply lying around, um, but we sorted that out. Um, and yeah, it's just really nice and hands-on. There's a built-in delay in it uh, for this particular project. We didn't use the delay sound. Um, so I'll just talk you through actually, um, you know, a little bit about how we put the sound together. So obviously it was midied in from um, our MIDI interface so it could be controlled. 
as you'll hear in the in the track, the songs are really repetitive, or the sound is a really repetitive uh, rhythm, just literally uh, two notes sort of going, that sort of thing, that kind of pattern. Um, now, we obviously that's a very stab sort of sound, and we could have used a sample, but what me and Mick wanted was something that had a small amount of movement in it. And what's great about the Volker with it being analog, no two of those hits, one after another, are ever gonna be the same. Because as the oscillators are moving, they just create very slight different tones all the time. The basic um, uh, way we ran through the sound, you've, on the left-hand side, you've got um, the choice of sort of modes that the Volker's in. It can either be run in a slight polyphonic mode. Um, I think it's only two or three notes. Then you can have it in unison, where it layers um, the oscillators together and makes a really thick sound. Or you can have it in octave mode, which is pretty self-explanatory, uh, you know, one octave above the other. But for this particular one, we chose the fifth uh, mode. So again, I'll just play the sound. And there, within the sound, you can hear it's actually a chord. It's playing, you know, the, the root note and a fifth above. Um, so moving on for that, we didn't need to do any detuning. Uh, we wanted this very sort of straight, punchy, stabby sort of sound. Um, so what um, I chose to do is send quite a lot of the filter to the envelope um, so that as the cutoff at the beginning of the filter opens, you get a bit of a, um, a bit of a sharp attack without the envelope on. It sounds a lot more duller and flat. So there was quite a lot of that put on. Um, not too much resonance as I tend to find the more resonance you put on most synths actually thins them out. Um, so the filter just sounded a lot fatter with only a small amount of resonance. Um, and we actually had it the cutoff quite low, didn't we, Mick? Yeah. Okay, so the sound was actually taken quite low. Um, but if with the filter right up, it just sounded a bit too much and a bit too almost trancy, maybe. Yeah. Um, we were just looking for a line which was continuous front front to end of the track. It never comes out. Um, so that, that that gives that sort of hypnotic tone. Yeah. And a key it's that that almost like expectation. So there's not a lot in lot a lot actually in the actual pattern itself. It's more about that that continuous sound. And I'm, I'm just playing it now, and I hope you, you can hear the slight um, changes in the oscillator that you just wouldn't get with either a digital synth. Oh yeah, definitely moving around. So hopefully that's a good example and you'll be able to hear that movement, that if we'd have taken a sample of something, it would have just sounded too robotic and not had... Because for a simple pattern, if you just have the same thing over and over again, it loses that movement within the mix. Just brings it? that little bit of quality, almost like, well, obviously the analog sound, which we wanted. Oh yeah, it's, it's um, I think the filter's great on it. Um, it's got a punchy sound, but it's also nice and warm behind it. Um, we didn't use the built-in delays on the actual um, Volker. I'm pretty sure you can sync them up via MIDI, um, but for this, particular it was going into a DAW anyway um, and the actual processing on the sound I think apart from a very very slight amount of EQ um, and a, again a very slight amount of compression 
I don't think we did too much to it. It was pretty much as is. And as you'll hear in the track, that sound runs start to end, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, and it's the driving force behind it, which for me just goes to show that, you know, uh, uh, I think they were 100 pound retail or something, these things. You don't always have to go out and spend you know, fifteen hundred pound, two two grand on a monster uh, six voice polyphonic analog to be able to do the job in certain environments. I mean, we're quite happy using whatever if it suits. Yeah, and I think the Volker for that particular thing, it's absolutely perfect. And I think it worked really well with the actual samples we were given from the particular remix. It yeah, sat it sat really well with everything that was there. So it's it kind of um, worked with the idea that we had initially with have, having everything stripped back and sort of very basic, more like a club, a, a club groove. And that really sort of works and translated very well on this uh, on this particular remix. And I know the label and the feedback uh, from all the DJs has been really, really good. So uh, I think everyone's been really happy with the, the end result from uh, this little uh, piece of kit. Yeah, hopefully the Korg Volker Volker keys actually I must must put that in because I think there's a few different Volkers nowadays um, yeah hopefully it will uh, return for a, another release in the future I'm sure it will right just going to uh, play a few little bits off the Volker um, just first off going to switch through the modes so um, polyphonic uh, mode obviously you can play chords you've then got unison which really fattens it up I'll excuse I'm actually playing on the Volker here and it's um uh, not proper keys. Then we have the octave, and then finally on here, the one we used was the fifth. Um, this is with the filter right up, and again you can set filter to envelope, so we could, you know, sweep up. Um, I chose to have a very very fast attack and a very fast release with not much sustain either just enough to make it cut through and again you can add things like LFOs it's got some, uh, some you know, the usual sort of things that you're going to find on there there we go uh, I can go right the way up there I'm not sure if the if the actual synth will self oscillate that's one way of finding out So no, but you can hear the resonance is absolutely massive at its highest points. On top of that, you've got a delay line as well, and there is a built-in sequencer um, where you can go through and program your own patterns. So it truly is like a little portable um, box of joy, I suppose. Well, obviously, the, the, control, the control State remix, that'll be out in the next sort of uh, week or so. The next project that'll be due for release will be... the the track we've done with Ruby Turner called Deeper In Love, which is a bit of a departure from our normal sound. It's a, it's a, it's actually a house track, which we basically produced for Ruby, which is a little bit different, but it's got a real good summer sound to it. It's, it's a full, full on song which she's performed on, and that's just been signed to Perfecto. And I think that'll be coming out mid back end of the summer uh, on Perfecto House, actually. Well, we decided a few days ago we're not going to do any more remixes for, for, for the uh, foreseeable future because we want to start concentrating on our own productions. We're just finishing one off now, aren't we? And then... we've, we've got one more remix to do, 
um, which we're pretty much done now. And then we're going to focus on a new focal project. Really can't say too much about it at the moment because it's still in the early stages, but more song, but we're writing a few more musical elements in, but I think we're still going to keep to our same. Uh, it's still going to be sort of dance orientated, yeah. but a little bit, a little bit different again, a little bit, maybe a little bit more left field to what you, you normally get from Tilt. And that's going to be sort of three or four songs in, in sort of one go. So I think that'll pretty much take us to the end of the year. Gig wise, we've got a few really cool DJ sets coming up towards the end of the year. 23rd of August at Pikes. Uh, we're playing on Ibiza with Paul Oakenfold on the 23rd of August. And we've also got Cream in Liverpool in October and, and a couple of other things that are in the pipeline which have not been um, confirmed just yet. And I think that'll be pretty much, that'll see us, that'll see us pretty much the end of 2017. As far as getting our music, uh, if anybody wants to check us out, um, Facebook, Tilt Special UK, and uh, all our stuff's on Beatport and the usual... All the usual outlets, All the usual outlets, yeah. A big thanks to Mick and Nick from Tilt for reconstructing the sound from Control State using the Korg Volker Keys. Find out more about their music on iTunes, uh, Beatport, and you can download the remix as well from these stores and from other major record stores from the 12th of June 2017. Thank you for listening to Synth Stories on Ask Audio. You can check out more of our episodes on ask.audio or go to our SoundCloud page.